Welcome to the WDW for Families podcast, a show dedicated to helping you plan your family's vacation to Walt Disney World. And now, sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's show. All right, welcome to WDW for Families, and we've got an unusual show tonight, but I'm here with Rusty. Hi, Todd. Hello, and, and Rusty only. So I yes, hope that's yeah, I hope that doesn't disappoint too many people. Uh, I'm back from Disney. Rusty's back from Disney, but the rest of our crew is at Disney, so we're a little jealous right now. I know they they said they were going to attempt to record a show while they're there. I I, I don't think it's going to work. Yeah, I, I don't either. That I think Charity and I also said that last time we were there yeah. at the same time. Charity is working today, so it's just Rusty and I. The rest of our crew is gone and. And uh, Amanda just almost refuses to be on the podcast unless we're talking about Run Disney. So uh, <laughs> I have to lure her out. So anyways, how, uh, first of all, how was your trip? Tell us about your trip, Rusty. Yeah, well, we had a great trip. Of course, we were there during the busiest week of the year. Well, not wet Christmas, but we were there for spring break. And we had a real good trip, uh, even though it was, it was crazy crowds. Uh, we were able to navigate it pretty well. Got to do a lot of things. Uh, we had a friend who helped us do a few extra things, and so we were. Uh, it's always good to make friends with cast members, and sometimes they uh, are they're nice to you. And we had one who's nice to us to help make our trip a little more enjoyable. So it basically it made it financially more enjoyable for you, without well, saying made, too much. It, it made it ride more uh, enjoyable for us. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. <laughs> we, we, yeah, we had someone who gave us a couple of gifts that allowed us to to ride a little faster. Well, that's nice. Wow, so, I've never never made one of those friends. So, okay, so tell us about where y'all stay and such. We just stayed at Pop Century because it was spring break week, and a lot of things were a lot more expensive. So we'd prefer a moderate, but we we did uh, Pop Century. I think I said Pop Springs originally, but we did Pop Century, and it worked out well. We use the um, the touring plans where you can kind of look at the hotel rooms. I don't know if you've done this, where you can go look at the hotel rooms and kind of say, I want a hotel room that meets these criteria before. But we did this, and we were like, we want a room that's close to transportation. We want it away from the noise. We want to be able to – we could – Anyway, we did all this thing and put in – and so when Stephanie booked our trip for us, I said, these are the four rooms I want. And, we, you know, you don't know if you're going to get it or not. We got the room. Wow. So did you get booked in the 90s, basically? <laughs> we got in the 70s. We got right in front of the, um, oh, the the little bicycle, kitty bicycle thing. Huh. And the reason we wanted there was we were right by the transportation. We were, we were um, it's really quiet there, but you can walk everything. There's no pool right there in that area. And so it's relatively quiet. And during spring break week, and yes, every sports team you can imagine was staying at Pop Century, we never heard a noise. Wow, that's that's pretty incredible. Yeah. Well, so, so we, okay. we thought it was a win. You told me that you did something different transportation-wise. What did y'all do this time? Well, we had went to a conference first, which seems to be like my all my Disney trip starts out with. But we uh, went through Mirrors Travel, I think is what it's called. I don't know. It's one of those travels. I think that's who it is. And we had them pick us up in a car because we kind of estimated what a cab ride would cost and what it would cost to get them to come pick us up. And it was going to be basically the same thing. And we didn't want to rent a car this year because rental cars were going for about 350 a week. 
And that was just too much money. And so for 35 bucks, they picked us up at the convention center and took us over to Disney, picked us up in a Lincoln uh, Navigator, leather seats, super nice. We said pick us up at 9.30. He was there at 9.28, loaded us up, took us to the front doors. Great experience. I would do it again. Okay. Well, that's a tip for the future. I... uh Okay, so we just got back from uh, Star the Star Wars Marathon weekend and stayed at Coronado. Had a real good experience there, as usual. We'll talk more about that trip later, probably. But uh, I, I was I don't know that there was really anything any highlight to hit, other than uh, we had a good time. <laughs> this was this was the first time they've done this at Disney World, correct? Yeah, it was the first one. It was the inaugural old Dark Side Challenge. So what was yeah. really cool about race was after the race, they had a bunch of the Dark Side characters out standing there. Um, it wasn't so much during the race. We were kind of disappointed with the number of characters. Brock ran with me for the 10K, which was kind of neat. Okay. My 13-year-old did his first 10K. Uh, and that was fun. But after the races, both days, they had Darth Maul, uh uh, I mean, Captain Phasma, um, Darth Vader, Boba Fett, and some uh, some First Order Stormtroopers, and Jabba the Hutt were out at post-race oh, cool. for both days, which was cool. And they had a BB-8 out there, too. Um, the, the, it, was, it was good. It was a good race. I was a little disappointed with the lack of characters during the run, but other than that, it was, it was fine. Uh, That's wonderful. Yeah, it was a good I, I, race. I want to tell you something. Now, when we were there during spring break week, uh, I had a guy who was there. He actually lives in Columbia with, with you, but he told me, hey, my son wants to do this. I don't know what they call it now, but what used to be called Jedi training. What, what do they call this now? It's the, you know, uh, the well, it's the challenge of the trials of the temple. Okay. The, yeah. So, you know, we don't have kids, so we've never done this. But because I listened to you talk about this, He's talking about it. I'm like, listen, if you want to do this, I'm, I'm going to tell you how to do it. He had no clue what was going on. Yeah. And so I, I walked him through what he had to do and how to do it. I said, man, listen, this is going to be crazy. But he got his kid in. Oh, that's good. That's good. And so yep. he was excited. I felt like I was like Disney expert go. He thinks I'm like, <laughs> know everything. I was like, well, I've just heard Todd talk about this so many times. I'm actually able to relay this back. And he was like, man, if we had did what we thought, we would never, it would have, it would, no way. But he got to do it, got to see his kids' pictures, made his kids' day. I mean, it made the, like the trip worthwhile for his kid. Oh, yeah. Brewer did it this time. Yeah. Too. It's, and we love seeing Brewer do that. That is, if you've got a, a son or a daughter that's into Star Wars, it's, I would say 12 or younger, that's a must do. Yeah. The Jet, the, the Child Temple. And now they've got multiple characters. I mean, Kylo Ren right. comes at Darth Vader, the seventh sister. It's it's really neat. Um, anyways, I, you know we I was thinking the other day, Amanda and I have been to Disney. I think now in our lifetime we have spent almost a year at Disney. Now now that's for somebody who's local to Disney that's not a big deal I wouldn't think, but for us, you know, making the ten hour trek from Nashville all the time, it feels like. And I'm not sure if that's accurate, but we're pretty close. I was. Yeah figuring it in my head um and it's insane so can't imagine how much money we have spent anyways yada yada 
Yeah, so when you're sitting around and your kids are like, Dad, why is it you're staying in the in the nursing home that smells like urine instead of the luxury one? <laughs> you'll be like, Well, kids, oh. <laughs> I spent it all at Disney. <laughs> why'd you even say that? Oh, no, no, it's horrible. We, we, we should get with Randy in one episode and just figure out how much money has Todd spent at Disney so far. Uh, it would. Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay. Anyways, let's move on. We're t- talking two a days today. We we've never done this topic so. We thought we would try it out today, and it's it's a little disheartening that we don't have the rest of the crew. I, I hated that I missed the last show, but I did. I know I did write a lengthy response on Facebook. Did you see well, that? Oh, good. I haven't read it yet. Okay. Well, I wrote what I would consider actual bucket list things because I, so I thought we, you guys it was too easy. We said when we were talking, we were like, we know that Todd's going to hate this list, and he's going to come up with his own list. <laughs> well, that that's accurate. That, that happened, but I, I didn't hate it. it but I, you've I been just, so many times. That, you know, once you cross your thirtieth trip, you're you're really done. I mean, we were trying to do something that was attainable for everybody. But like you're yeah. in a, when you spend a year in Disney, you you know you're in a different level. <laughs> it's ridiculous, is what it yeah. is. It's a ridiculous level. Uh, so I this is this is the um, this is what we're doing today. We're doing the two trip, the two two a days, and what that means is, okay, you want to do two parks in one day, or let's say you've only got one day, but you've got the park hopper. What do you do? What's the easiest thing to do? How do you do it? What if you are going to pick just two parks to go to, et cetera, et cetera? We're going to go through each park, and we're going to tell you what we think the worst pairing is, what we think the best pairing is. Which one you should go to in the morning? Which one at night? What are the um, what are the things you have to do in each park? And what are the the things that you might not want to sacrifice, but you might have to sacrifice to do both parks in one day sufficiently? Because I think our goal is for somebody, and this is fun for our listeners too to think. Okay, if I only had one day, what are the two parks I do? If I've only got that one day, what am I going to make sure I hit and what will I sacrifice? That, that's kind of a fun thing to think about. And I think we do this every trip. We sit around and have to think, okay, what are we going to mix a match with? And we always mix match. Yeah, we used to not um, some, but now we've kind of fallen in a pattern or the last, I'd say, 10, 15 trips where we we go to a park and then – I decide let's go somewhere else because I'm just yeah. I like change. So, see, we do too. We we only on our last trip we only did one day where we stayed in one park, but we didn't get to that park till noon. Oh. So, <laughs> okay, so that's our sleeping day. These. Yeah, let's start with uh, where we generally start, and no, let's don't. Let's start at DHS today. Um, DHS is probably the park that is um, what we would consider maybe a half day park. And I'll tell you, this last experience we had, with the exception of the Phantasmic keeping us there till later, we were just going to spend the entire day at DHS last time we were there. We kind of set that schedule, but it rained that day. And when oh, it no. rained, it cleared the park out. And we we literally had nothing to do about 2 o'clock on. We could have sat oh, wow. around for Phantasmic. But we, we had ridden Toy Story twice. We had done... And Rock and Roller Coaster, we had done Tower of Terror, and we had done the Trials of the Temple, and we had done Star Tours six times. So we really, and we even went to the Indiana Jones show. 
Oh my. We were looking for stuff to do to kill time. Yeah. So we just left. <laughs> we didn't want to, we didn't want to sit around until fantastic. Right. So uh, anyways, all right. So what is the worst combination with DHS of the other three parks? Let's say you're going to go to another park. What fits the worst with DHS in your mind? Mm. Well, it's probably depending on how I'm going to do it. It may be magic kingdom. One of the furthest away. I mean, basically up cotton and, and uh, D. DHS and Animal Kingdom are pretty much they're, they're location wise they're very close together. So Magic Kingdom is so far away, and there's just so much to do at Magic Kingdom. I would that'd probably be my pick. I, I would agree with that. The same day. Yeah, I would agree with that too. Plus, you're talking both of those parks. To me, the highlight of both of those parks happens at night. Correct. You got wishes head to head with Fantasmic. So if you're if you've got one day, you're sacrificing one of those. Right. Yeah. Of, of I, course, I, you're not really seeing both of them anyway. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I was going to say the same thing. And, and, you know, of course, especially now with uh, the Star Wars Symphony, which is fantastic. I'm not even a Star Wars guy, but loved it. Oh, yeah. That is the, the, the fireworks there are fabulous. It makes their right, nighttime so, extended out. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you I get two I, shows. I think I agree with you that Magic Kingdom and DHS may be the worst combination for that. Uh, what's the best fit with DHS? Well, my favorite is Epcot uh, for a couple of reasons. One is I can get, I'm not a big eliminations guy, so I'm not going to ever care if I miss eliminations. So I can catch uh, Epcot in the morning. I can pretty much get everything done. If I don't want to go back to the hotel room, I can just take the boat ride, boat ride down. And I like the little boat ride. Uh, it's a good, restful, peaceful, easy way. I can eat my lunch there at Epcot and even a supper possibly before I head over to DHS. So normally that would be the combination we do. We did do Animal Kingdom with it this year, but I normally will pick Epcot and uh, DHS. Okay, yeah, I, I think I agree with that. I, I don't like taking the boat, though, and I'll tell oh. you why. Because it takes 40 what? Yeah, it takes 45 minutes to ride the yeah. boat. See, I like that, though, because that gives me a lot of time to rest. I, I just It's kind of my nap time. Yeah, I get I can, that. You know, yeah. But if we take the boys, I'm not walking. So when I, if, if it's Amanda <laughs> and I, I like taking the boat. If it's the boy, I mean, if it's the boys and I, I like taking the boat. If it's Amanda and I, we will walk. I just walk it. How long does it yeah. take you to walk it? It only takes about 12 to 13 minutes. <laughs> 12 oh, that's not bad. It, well, yeah. mainly because it, the main reason we like to walk it is I, that ensures me that I get to walk the boardwalk that trip. And we, we do right. like walking the boardwalk. Yeah, I can see that. And Which is one of the things y'all left off the 1 to 10 bucket list last week. All right, so the uh, <laughs> the I think you're right that the best combination is for DHS is Epcot. I'm not sure what I do first, though. I I tend to be a, a nighttime Epcot guy. Um, I really enjoy Epcot at night, but we can get to that more later. So if DHS, okay, if you're doing DHS and Epcot on the same day, what are you what are you going to do at DHS? What are you hitting? Well, you know, for uh, basically we're going to hit almost everything depending on when we get there. I'm going to fast pass my Toy Story Mania. Now, if I did Epcot, I may have been to Lemon now because um, 
Soren and the Frozen Rod, when they finally get up and running, they're going to be almost impossible to get. So, I mean, you're going to have to fast pass that probably. But you might get one. But uh, normally we would do, because uh, we, we're going to go to DHS at night, we're going to do uh, our fast passes for Toy Story Mania, for Tower of Terror, and for Frozen Singalong. Because, yes, we like Frozen Singalong. <laughs> so, yeah. But, you know, I find that you can almost hit everything. You may not get Rock and Roller Coaster in. Uh, and we didn't this last time. We didn't ride it. We just for, we just said, you know what, we're going to forego it. It'll be okay. But I yeah. think we did everything else. We did everything else besides Rock and Roller Coaster this last time. Are you, okay, single rider sometimes take can, can be pretty long at the age. Right. And uh, we might could have got single rider. We just didn't. We decided not to, uh, and when we went this, we went at night. We came back the, another morning, but we forget we we didn't do it again. We decided we got a tire tear in three times that morning, and we rather do that than the coaster. So okay, you're not doing any of the. You didn't do any of the children's Disney stuff. Did you do any meet no. and greets? We no, did okay. the star. We did the star. Uh, the the launch star. So we did Chewy and Kylo Ren, the guy who we didn't know who he was. <laughs> <laughs> it's so Y'all embarrassing. Did, we're like, we haven't watched any of the, we're, we're just not Star Wars people, but we, we met them anyway. It didn't take long to get them. Uh, we did, um, I'm trying to think, we, we met someone else, and I forget who it was. Uh, we did Mickey at his new location, because uh, he had not been, he's over there where they used to do the uh, Johnny Depp Pirates of the Caribbean thing that they took out yeah, uh, right there by Toy Story Mania. So we got to them in. So we did some character greets, and then we did um, Star Wars stuff, and really enjoyed it. We watched some of the shows. We didn't do any of the kids stuff, though. We did everything besides the kids stuff, and uh, we didn't do Indiana Jones, and we didn't do Roller Coaster. What did you sacrifice at Epcot? At Epcot, we got everything in, uh, but Test Track, again... Todd, this is the fourth trip I've made since they've redone Test Track that I've had a fast pass, and something has happened to shut the ride down. <laughs> it's crazy. I, you, it, it, it like had a monsoon, and it was shut down <laughs> for the rest of the day. So we used our fast pass to do Figment. Oh, wow. Yes. Well, that got you right on. You it got skipped. me right. Well, you, with, you skipped hundreds of people. Yes, I, I think we skipped at least 50. <laughs> I was so embarrassed to use it. I was like, this is embarrassing, but well, okay. no Soren and, and no Test Track. It's like, what else do you do? <laughs> okay, so you didn't do, basically you didn't do Soren, Test Track, and the kids stuff, and Rock and Roller Coaster. Those are, those are pretty big things, but you got everything done during yeah. spring break, combining those two parks. Yes, and if Soren had been online, we would have got it. We just it wasn't up. It's you know it hadn't been re-updated yet, so we would have got it. We would have took the time to got it. We had the time, but because it wasn't there, we we didn't. Okay. And we would have got test tracking if it opened back up at any point during the day, but it didn't open up. It was shut down for the whole day. So. Okay, so I think what we're saying is that's a good combo. You can get most of everything done with those two parks. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I I. I do think you're going to have to sacrifice one or two of the big rides if you're going to do that. But definitely, or, or a show or two. Did you spend a lot of time in World Showcase? We spent 
Oh, uh, at least four hours in World Showcase. What? On we top spent of- a lot. Yeah, we spent a lot. That's basically what we did. We spent our time in World Showcase walking around. Well, that's crazy. So you were there during Flower, the Flower Festival. The Flowering Garden, and Dana took every picture of every topiary there ever was made. <laughs> <laughs> I loved, I loved the Huey, Dewey, and Louie topiary this year. Yeah. We did, did take a picture of that, but we walked by everything else. We All did right. not do the character greets in Epcot this time. We did not do, we just did the, we ate lunch at Acker House and we didn't do any other character greets at Epcot though. Okay. You know, they've got some new character greets in Epcot right now. Well, I will take that back. We did do Bay, Bay Max, but we, they did not have the, um, inside out characters there when we were there. Okay. We got the, we got the inside out characters this last time. <sighs> yeah. With, so jealous. We, we had a little help with that one. Yeah. All right. So. Let's go to the, well, I guess Epcot would be the natural next place we would go. We already told you DHS was a good pair with it, but that's for DHS. I'm not sure that Epcot's best partner is DHS. What's the worst combination, Epcot and what park? What park would you not do with Epcot? Uh, Probably, it may be Animal Kingdom, and mainly because Epcot almost always closes at 9 o'clock. And even when I get extra magic hours, I'm just getting for a couple of rides. And the World Showcase becomes so empty, I can't really enjoy it when it's completely shut down. So I'm I'm probably going to spend just over the half day at Animal Kingdom. So I don't know. That's maybe mine. I I may, it may be that, um, I don't know what the worst is, Todd. What do you think? I think the worst combination for Epcot is Animal Kingdom. And mainly because, mainly because of the bus. There is no okay. easy way to get from Epcot to Animal Kingdom. And if inevitably, when we try to travel from either DHS, Epcot, or Magic Kingdom to Animal Kingdom, the bus has just left. And we yeah. sit there, there for 30 minutes in the heat at the, at, the, at the slimmest. Sometimes it's more than 30 minutes, even though they say that the buses run every 30 minutes. Um, right. Plus, Epcot and and. Animal Kingdom, to me, are just not a great combo ride-wise. Um, you're talking mm-hmm. about two parks that are primarily driven by two or three thrill rides. And, and I guess that's most of the parks. But when you go to Epcot, you're looking at Soarin' and Test Track. And when you go to Animal Kingdom, you're looking at Safari and Everest. And there's a lot of days where we feel like, okay, once we do those four things at either park, then we're pretty much done with either of them. So, like you said, it makes for a short day if it's Epcot and Animal Kingdom to us, unless we're just going to stroll around the World Showcase for an extended amount of time. And even then, we're, we're done by nine. It's also a lot of walking. Right. That's that's two walk-heavy parks. Yeah, those are the two largest parks, and especially Animal Kingdom, which is, you know, massive. But, you know, Epcot is sneaky long, too. Uh, That loop, I think, is about two miles if you do that entire loop, Uh, maybe a mile and a half. Uh, I just know that when you're running the marathon, you run into Epcot at mile 22. So it's it's definitely got – some length to it so i would say that the worst fit with epcot is dhs the best fit with i mean i just said dhs i meant animal kingdom the best fit for epcot 
I just think you can't ignore the fact that the monorail connects Magic Kingdom, and that, yeah. that that's only a ten minute at tops commute. Definitely, um, it's a really short commute, and we kind of treat Epcot and Magic Kingdom like they're the same park. I know that's kind of odd, but we if we're at Disney for more than a day, and I know this isn't what this podcast is about. But we generally, if we're going to Magic Kingdom one day, we will generally end up at Epcot that night and vice versa. That's just kind of how we do it because they're, they're easily compatible. And there are just so, so many more thrill rides at Magic Kingdom. I mean, you've got the mountains and now you've got the fourth mountain where we right. feel like we can do a lot of rides at one park and then go to a park that's more of a, you know, an experience like Epcot. Uh, it's a good fit. It's got to be the easiest transportation-wise. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So if if we're going from Epcot to Magic Kingdom, uh, I'm not sure that you're sacrificing a whole lot, but you, you're obviously not going to get half of what you want to get done at Magic Kingdom. Right. So, but I think if you're park hopping, you're not expecting to get everything done. You're, you're doing a little here and a little there, and you're – Hopefully going to come back and, and do more later. So, yeah. So that's, you know, that's what I would say is if you're going to do Magic Kingdom, you're going to, you're going to probably go to Magic Kingdom second and then plan out your, your fast passes for Magic Kingdom and not Epcot. Uh, get to Epcot early and hit the one thing you really want to hit first. Like whether it's Test Track or whether Soren's open back up or if it's the Frozen meet and greet whenever that opens up. Hit that, do one or two other things, and then go to Magic Kingdom. You know, eat at Epcot, and then you'll have your Fast Passes at Magic Kingdom that day. So that's what I would suggest. Yeah. Anything to add there? Anything? I, I, I think you're spot on. Okay, good, good. Thank you. Anyways, all right, so Animal Kingdom is where we'll go next. And I've already said that I think the Animal Kingdom is the hardest one to pair up with another park just because of the awkward travel arrangements. Uh, We do generally drive to Animal Kingdom if we can, though, uh, just so we're not waiting on buses. But what's the best combo with the Animal Kingdom? Or actually, what's the worst combo with Animal Kingdom? In your mind. Uh, We've already kind of said. Yeah. My worst is going to be, uh, we, I mean, Epcot from the standpoint of the walking. It's it's just not a good fit for walking. But I, I mine would be, it's going to be that one or Magic Kingdom, just the distance. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, looking, that's a long commute time. It is. Yeah. What I, I think from a Animal Kingdom perspective, if Animal Kingdom is your priority, then and you want to go to another park that day, I think Epcot's your worst shot. And the reason I think Epcot is the worst combination is there's really, unless you're a huge Illuminations fan, there's really not a lot left for you. Um, and that, you know, that that's I'm, why I'm saying that is because you could go to DHS and catch the fireworks and Fantasmic, or you can go to Magic Kingdom, which is generally open later than the other parks. Right. So I think in, Animal Kingdom to Epcot leaves you the least options. Right. So. Yep. All right. So you know we've said time and time again what you hit at Animal Kingdom. Have okay. Here's the question for Animal Kingdom. 
has it changed any? Do you, have you, you know, for years it was, okay, do the safari, do Everest, maybe catch Lion King or Nemo and then leave. Has that changed for you? You know, we did every Flots and Wonder was down. We were actually going to do it this time. That's basically been the same what we did. And I, I find the safari is just not that hard of an attraction to get onto. No, it's um, not. You know, we went and did several things before we got to it. Uh, so, I mean, you still do. I find that Animal Kingdom seems to have bit. I, I like, we did a lot more character greets than we normally would do. Maybe it's just because we had the time, but we enjoyed doing the character greets. Hey, are, uh, is Nick Wilde out yet? Are Nick Wilde and the, the rabbit from Zootopia out yet? I, they were not when we were there. They may be. I hadn't seen anyone say they are, but you would think they'd be out there or coming out. But I, I, they were not when we were there. I know they're at DL. They're at, they're at Disney. Yeah. I think they're at California Adventure, but I can't remember. Okay, so so let's talk about uh, you know if you're going to Animal Kingdom and then you, you you know you've got those four things that you do. I and I don't even think there's a restaurant there I would eat it at. So I think you could go to Animal Kingdom, get there at rope drop at like 9 or 8 whenever Animal Kingdom opens when you're there and be out of there by noon or 11.30 even and you yeah. could get to another park comfortably. I think the best fit is like we've said probably DHS That's what um, we do. You know, and, and you could go there and you could enjoy you could get what's there at DHS and get the full picture of DHS. Yeah. So, uh, so when we list these parks, we, we may be repeating ourselves a little, but we're talking like, okay, if this park is my priority for that day, what am I partnering with? Okay, yeah. so let's move on to the last part. I, I want to add something to your thoughts okay. there real fast. Go ahead. We did, an, we did Animal Kingdom. We did it when it had extra magic hours. So we got there at 8 o'clock. We got in. We did Everest twice. Safari, we did the Lion King, uh, we met several characters, and we did all that by 11 o'clock. And that oh, was that, spring break week. That's crazy. We used See, no fast passes. Yeah. And, and we saved our fast passes for DHS. Yep. That's, I mean, that's how you do it. That's a perfect way to do it. So if AK is your priority, DHS would be, we think, is the best match for you. Yeah. Uh, and let's before we move on to the last one, we said if DHS was your priority, then we thought that Epcot might be the best match. If Epcot was your priority, Magic Kingdom was your best match. And now we've said Animal Kingdom. If Animal Kingdom's your priority, that DHS is probably the best match. Now we're moving on to Magic Kingdom. All right, first, Magic Kingdom, what's the worst possible part to pair up with? That was an alliteration. The best, the worst possible part to pair up with the Magic Kingdom. I'm going to say Animal Kingdom. Uh, I just think that I, I, I just yeah, that'd be mine. Okay, here and here's why. I I think I can dress this one. I can put clothes on it. the The reason Animal Kingdom and Magic Kingdom are a bad match is because you, if you're committing to Magic Kingdom for a day, the best time to be there is also the best time to be at Animal Kingdom. Yeah. So you want to you want to be at Magic Kingdom at Rope Drop, but you also want to be at Animal Kingdom at Rope Drop. So 
Magic Kingdom doesn't play well with Animal Kingdom in my mind. Um, And so you could, while it's feasible, I I just think that Magic Kingdom is a better fit with Epcot and to a lesser extent DHS. Thoughts? Yeah, I'm going to agree with you there. And the only thing I would say in DHS's favor is if it's not my priority, I can probably go in and do the big three rides and be done, you know, if I get there for the extra magic hours day, I can probably go in there and knock it out in two hours, two and a half hours, and be back over at Animal Kingdom for the rest, or not Animal Kingdom, but Magic Kingdom the rest of the day. But I'm with you. I I like being at Magic Kingdom when it opens. I like being there when it closes. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, we have done where we went over to Epcot for lunch and did a few things there and then came back, so. Yeah, we've done the same thing, yeah. If, you know, the only problem with Magic Kingdom as a partner park with either DHS, with DHS is you are going to have to, the, the buses is going to be the only way to get there. And it's going to be annoying, uh, probably. I felt like the ride from Animal Kingdom to Magic Kingdom takes forever. Yeah, it, it does. One year, we were in Magic Kingdom, and it was before Jiminy Cricket was a regular character. It was when they had just brought him back out. This was probably a decade ago. And he was in Conservation Station at Animal Kingdom. And somebody called us from the park and said, hey, Jiminy Cricket's out today for the first time. And so you know how we are. We drop everything. We waited for that bus for over an hour sitting in that bus. And then it took us like 30 minutes to get to Animal Kingdom. Then we had to walk all the way to Conservation Station. Then you take the train back there. It was a, almost a two-hour journey from to get that one picture, which is just how insane we are. Because, <laughs> you know, from then on, we saw Jiminy Cricket everywhere for, like, the next five trips. But uh, it, you're right. That is a long that is a long haul from Magic Kingdom to Animal Kingdom. Um, so, yeah, I would say I don't know that we're – I don't know that it matters what to sacrifice, you know, if you're going from Magic Kingdom to another park or vice versa, because there's just so much to do at Magic Kingdom. You're going to get yeah. to do some of the things you want to do and not, you know, the, the the thing is with all the other three parks, there really are just certain things that are signature things. What the magic, why, why does the Magic Kingdom feel like, even though there are certain things that are like the the seven dwarf mine train or the mountains are those big ticket things why does it feel like there's so much more there well i think there's just so you just like i think we all like doing even the little rides yeah i i I don't know why we like the pickle mover it makes no sense to like the pickle mover i've never gone and not did the pickle mover (laughs) Yeah, you know, it's just, and I think there's just so many things that you just love doing, and uh, so it, there is so much to do. I mean, because you you want to do it all. Well, I was trying to get you to say nostalgia, so I didn't have to say it. Well, I understand it is the nostalgia factor, and uh, like we did Carousel Progress this year because Ugh. we actually we actually wanted to, and we hadn't done it in a few trips. And I told Dan, I said, you know, I want to do it just for the nostalgia's sake. I just, you know. I, I just want to go back to my childhood for a little bit and do this right again. <laughs> well, that's, you know, that's why we do a lot of the things we do at Magic Kingdom. And that's why, you know, we were taught, I was listening to one of our old shows a few weeks back 
And we were talking about the if you're there for more than four days, you're going to go to the Magic Kingdom twice for sure. Definitely. And, you know, Stephanie calls it the, the MK sandwich. You go there for your first day and you go there for your last day. And I would yeah. say that, that 80% of people follow that pattern because there's just something special there at Magic Kingdom that draws you. And all the other parks just feel like companion parks. Now, yeah. some of our Epcot people will, will hate that I just said that. But on you know, until Epcot, you know, until we get another big ticket item at Epcot or some work done or maybe some, you know, more breath of fresh air to it, it, it has kind of fallen back to Animal Kingdom and DHS. Yeah. Epcot was our half day park this year because we just were like, let's, we wanted a sleep in day. And so it was our halfway park. I'll tell you something we did this year that was kind of neat that we've never done before, but we took, we did two days of animal kingdom, but we did two half days. And the first day we did nothing but shows. We just went to shows and then we went to magic kingdom that evening and we knocked out magic kingdom. And the next day, what that allowed us to do, it allowed us to go in and ride everything and do all the ride stuff we wanted. in such a short period of time, we went back to the, um, Pop Century had lunch and then went to DHS for the remainder of the day. And it really, we, we were in and out of, I mean, we were out of Magic Kingdom, we or Animal Kingdom in three hours. And we did all the rides. Man. But we knocked all the shows out. We did every type of show. We did character greets. We knocked all that out on our, uh, we got there on Sunday and we knocked it out in probably about a four and a half hour period. Yeah, that's pretty good. I I, I don't know that I can only remember one time in all the years we've gone to Disney where we have made it an Animal Kingdom exclusive day. I can't, I don't think there's ever been a time except that yeah. one day. And that's because we had dinner at Yak and Yeti and we wanted to get back to our hotel room and swim. That night. Yeah. And yeah, we've never have done a full day. I think when they get um, everything going sometime, maybe this summer, maybe not, I don't know when they're going to get it all going. <laughs> We thought we were going to go in June, but now that it's all been delayed, we're, we're not going in June. Uh, so maybe when they get everything there, but I don't know that I'd spend a full day. I'd probably just go there at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. For Rivers of Light. And I don't even yeah. know what time Rivers of Light is going to be at. Um, because I've looked no. at the schedule for November of next year and there are, they've still got it closing at five o'clock at night. Yeah, I don't think they've updated much of anything until I know they said the nighttime safari is ready. And so you're going to, want to do that at night now. You're not going to, want to do that early in the morning. And True. whenever they get Rivers of Light going, I, it's going to have to be the same time that they would do a wishes because it's going to be, they have to, it has to be dark. So, yeah. but I think that's when you're going to start going to Magic or Animal Kingdom around two o'clock in the afternoon. Okay. All right. Well, so I think we've, talked about this pretty ad nauseum like what you know just to review what two parks are you going to hit and it we said if your priority is dhs you the best partner for that is epcot if your priority is epcot the best partner for that is magic kingdom if your priority is animal kingdom we said that uh, that dhs was your best bet and then we said at magic kingdom your best partner for that is I forget which way. Did we come out for Epcot in the we end? We came out for Epcot, yeah. Okay. 
we've talked about it, so we've kind of run in circles that I, that I got confused. Hey, when is your next trip? So when have you got in your mind to go again? You know, we don't know. We're, we're on hold until uh, we find out when everything's up and going. It'll probably be the fall. I, I, I still want to go. Dana's never gone to a Halloween party. I've gone. We've done the Christmas party. But I told her I want to go back um, for the Halloween party. And it may be one of those where we, we're just going to have to wait and see. It may be a, a September where we do a two-day trip or we we want to catch all the new stuff, but we're not going to make any plans till it's all out and running and going. We're down for November as our next time to go back to Magic Kingdom. We'll be at Disneyland before that. But next time we go back to DW, we're talking about Old Key West, which will be a new experience mm. for us. Actually, no, actually, November looks like Caribbean Beach. Old Key West is January. Okay. So, yeah, we just registered for the marathon. And, uh, man, that was crazy trying to get in that. So we we had an ordeal trying to get in the marathon again this time. But, What's going to happen if you don't get in one year? Uh, I don't know. Well, <laughs> I, I, I run the Dopey, so it's usually not a problem. I signed yeah. in, and Amanda got in the – we got her in the, the – last year the half marathon sold out before the 10K did. But this year, I got Amanda registered for the five for the for the half marathon first. Then I registered for the five k, and then as I was trying to register her for the ten k, it sold out. So okay. we had to go through charity for the ten k, um, and it was a debacle because it was I got kicked off the system and then kicked, you know just a long story, a miserable run. Right. But anyways. Uh, we did finally get her registration for the 10K. She just didn't want to run Dopey this year. She was done for Dopey. So, <laughs> so, all right. Well, and you can, you know, just to let our runner friends know, you can you can get a discounted vacation package through Run Disney. And so if you're interested in that, that will save you money. And you can at least hold it until you can hold that $200 deposit at least until they release the actual deals, uh, which will be later this year. So just a word of advice, because sometimes the Run Disney deal ends up being better than the deal that Disney rolls out. So uh, anyways, I hope this was a helpful podcast. It may not have been, but at least it bridged the gap to next week, uh, which I will not be at next week, but uh, that might relieve many of you. So uh, we will be back next week, or at least Rusty will be back next week. Rusty, you got another thing for us? Do you have a point? No, but, but no, but hey, do feel free to reach out to us on Facebook, Twitter, or at our email at podcast at www.forfamilies.com. All right. Hey, thanks for tolerating just Rusty and I, and, and we'll see how little this one gets downloaded compared to the rest of the shows or, or, or listened to. Like five minutes in, it goes click. Uh, anyway. Anyways, all right, well, uh, you're never too old to wish upon a star. Thank you for downloading today's show. Be sure to visit our website, www.families.com. If you have a comment, question, or need help planning your trip to Disney, call us at 877-WDW4FAM or email us at podcast at www.families.com. 